Welcome, welcome, welcome to Interesting Enough. He is Trey Samuel. I am Nolan Todd. Thank you guys so much for joining us once again. If this is your very first time, thank you. Please go ahead and leave us um, a like, subscribe, give us a rate. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify. Uh, Click our link tree. It's got everything. Got all the clips of past episodes and then kind of some details about what we've got upcoming. Uh, But Trey's on the other side, man. How's it going? How you feeling, man? Man, it's going good, man. I'm ready to do this podcast, you know, talk about a couple of interesting topics. Yeah, man. started. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So glad we got to get the pod done. Just came back from Chicago. So that was fun to see something different, Trey. Ooh, okay. Um, yeah, so Chicago. How was, was that? Good... Yo, Chicago's fun. Chicago's fun. Second time being in Chicago. The pizza, the food. Uh, we went on an architectural tour. That was fun. Got to see the actual city. Learned a lot about it. I learned a lot about Chicago Fire and, and all that stuff. But And just... In general, I don't know if you know a lot of people from Chicago, but like they're super, super prideful. Like everyone from Chicago is basically like tells you why they're the best city. And like they also, I know also too, they don't like the comparison between them and New York. <laughs> I also found that out too. They don't love that comparison because I guess that's like a thing that always happens. So, oh, okay. I didn't know that, but hey, that's interesting to know. Yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely a thing that they don't appreciate, but it was a good time. <laughs> it was definitely a good time. Um, definitely a culture shock, but. Their summers are great. Trey, we got the 95 degree humidity. And it, I mean, 95 degrees plus the 60% humidity. Summers is nice. It's 70 degrees, you know, no humidity. Ooh. It definitely feels a difference. You actually feel like you can breathe. So that was, I noticed I noticed that right away. I can actually breathe. So no, that was fun, man. But yeah, we got, we got a bunch to get into, obviously, uh, from some stuff that was going on. I know we got to talk about uh, my boy Giannis and some somebody, uh, Making some disparaging comments about Giannis. We'll get into uh, a shooting that happened with some youth football. But Trey, before we start, last podcast, we talked about our top five favorite movies. And let's just say you had a not so great reaction, me picking Miracle. First of all, let me, I, I haven't even asked you this. Since we've talked about the pod. No. You haven't watched Miracle, no. No. You haven't even considered watching Miracle. No, I'm not even joking. <laughs> when we were talking about it in the pod, it took me about 20 seconds to think about what Miracle was. Because I'm like, Miracle? Like, I didn't know about his name until you started saying 1981 hockey. Then I'm like, oh, that movie? Yeah. yeah. No. So you, so once I said no. you recognize, so you're not watching it. Okay. So you just, no. you're not watching it. <laughs> okay. It gets on right. Disney Plus, Netflix, HBO. I don't care. I'm not watching it. So are you not watching it because it's just hockey? I'm not watching because it's hockey. I'm not interested in Olympic hockey. I don't even like the plot of the story. They beat Sophie. I don't care who they beat. They could have beat Putin. I'm not finna sit down watching. So you're not watching it at all. I, I disagree. No. You said I hope you would watch it one day, but you're obviously not. So I'm not. I know. I know how this can go. But what was interesting that came out, Trey? We said we was gonna drop a poll because we had a discussion at the end about Adam Sandler and Will Ferrell. And it's been a thing, Trey. I asked some people in Chicago. I went around and asking people like, what's their opinion? Because obviously we had different opinions. And for those who missed that episode, obviously go ahead and check it out. But Trey and I basically had a discussion about who was basically funnier, Adam Sandler or Will Ferrell. I personally think it's Adam Sandler. And not only do I think that it's not close, Trey, correct me if I'm wrong, but you came to the decision that you think they're equal, right? Like you you don't actually think that it's like Adam Sandler or Will Ferrell, I guess. No, I won't put either one above the other. I think they're equals to me. Yeah. And now I do think, dropping the poll, 
I think when you put those two together on, on, on a surface level, it's kind of like based on their popularity and stuff, I can see it being equal. So the results of the poll were actually pretty interesting. So 46% of the people with Trey said Will Ferrell. Then you had 33% saying Adam Sandler. And then I had a third section, 21% saying they're equal. So pretty even numbers for the most part. Well, obviously Will Ferrell winning, but it wasn't some landslide. Now, obviously doing some digging in the pod and, you know, you can see people who voted on it, especially when it's Instagram and stuff like that. I noticed, Trey, and we, I, we never thought about this, but I noticed a certain trend in who was voting for Adam Sandler and who was voting for Will Ferrell. And all I will say about that is, let's just say most of the people that voted for Will Ferrell did not look like you and I, and the ones that voted for Adam Sandler did. Now, the ones who voted just equal were kind of all, you know, mosh posh, right? But as I was thinking about it, I feel like it kind of makes a little sense if we're just talking, just if we're just purely like, you know, based on some cultural differences, I can kind of see it. But does that surprise you? No, because I think like it's just far as my, on my own perspective. I think we grew up more with Adam Sandler movies than we did with Will Ferrell. Like, I don't know about you, but we probably didn't get the introduction to Will Ferrell probably till like around middle school. You know what I mean? When Adam Sandler, like you talking yeah. about, um, what is it Big Daddy? Yep. And uh, what's the movie when he's uh goes back to fifth grade? I can't remember the top the top of my head, but Billy Madison. Anyway, yes. Yes, you got you know, Billy grew- Madison. I remember Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. Like yeah. Yeah, like we grew up on those. So I feel like that's probably the bigger difference. Like it wasn't like, you know, we didn't grow up on Tyler Diggins Knights or Anchorman. We saw them, but we didn't grow up on them. We didn't grow up on Elf. We saw it, but that's not like a part of our um, childhood. So I think that's probably the reason. Yeah, and I, I, you know, as you said, I can't actually think of the first time I watched Will Ferrell, how old I was. But yeah, it, it definitely wasn't something that was just like in the house. You know what I mean, kind of thing. And and, and to be fair, which is probably different. I, I know in my household, Trey, you know, we had a lot of, you know, family members, big, you know, obviously heavy on the black comedians, right? Let's just keep it a buck, right? Yeah. So Adam Sandler also frequently collaborates with these so comedians, i.e. Chris Rock. You know, I Chris Rock was all up and down my household. So if he's collaborating him a lot, chances are I'm going to see him. I don't know if that's really the same thing for Will Ferrell. At least, yeah, and, and that's really a good point, that. yeah. Yeah, so that that maybe that's a part of why I would have like just ha- been exposed to him uh, more often. So maybe that's why it's a soft spot. But honestly, I think it's honestly really interesting to put the two and two together. I was thinking about it. You're you're probably closer to right than I am. You know, as far as they're equal, because I can pick a- certain things. But I I've come to the decision, and you know, the decision I think is basically the same way I feel about the Jordan and LeBron thing, right? So I think that. Will Ferrell probably has a couple really high highs, right? Like there's a couple movies where I'm like, and I think of like Step Brothers or, you know, you can even, you know, Anchorman. Those are, I just think are great movies, hilarious, like universally recognized as really, really funny movies. However, I just think there's a lot of misses. Like I'm not watching Talladega Nights or Blades of Glory or some of the other crap that's come out. I'm not watching that. See, I like now, those too, though. <laughs> okay, see, that's the difference. Now with Adam Sandler, Maybe his peak wasn't as high. Maybe if you took the highest of high, Will Ferrell and Adam Sandler, maybe Will Ferrell has it by an edge. But I just think the consistency of movies, I can watch 10 Adam Sandler movies and think it's really funny as opposed to I can only watch like two Will Ferrell movies and I'm over it. And I I relate that to the Jordan and LeBron thing because when we're going to look back at, at Jordan's career and LeBron's career, you know, 
you could consider LeBron, and you've talked about this, Trey, at nauseum. You're still, you can consider LeBron the good at some point, especially because of his longevity, right? He's just going to have done it for so long, have so many records, and that level of consistency is a big deal. However, I'm, I like, you know, Jordan's peak, you know what I mean, in that situation, as opposed to I like the longevity thing with Adam Sandler. So I'm kind of flip-flopped with it. And, I mean, that's a great point. That's a valid point you, uh, you make. It's an mm-hmm. argument or a discussion between longevity and peaks. Um, like I said, my personal opinion, I don't think either one of these guys really comes out on top. I think the poll kind of summarizes that to its best ability. It's kind of like, yeah, you know, they're kind of just in that same range. They're really funny and talented comedians slash actors that we all kind of grew up with and enjoy or still enjoy. So I think it just kind of shows that they're in the same range. I don't think there's really one above the other, in my personal opinion. Well, I do. I think Adam said it was way funnier. But but obviously, we want to give out the poll. We got to give it out to the people. Thank you guys for responding to the poll. We always going to have something out for you. And I think that was very um, huge into coming up with a determinant factor so that we don't have to bicker back and forth on this. So that was great. But let's get to the nitty-gritty trade. What's going on with the Akeem Tlaib story? Um, for those who don't know it. Okay, so um, Akeem Tlaib is a former NFL player, a former cornerback. Um, Anyway, him and his brother, uh, his older brother, they have a youth football team. I believe it's in Texas. And um, they had a disagreement at the game, and Akeem Tlaib started having an issue with one of the referees. So he went into the field to uh, speak with the referee, and an argument ensued. And then the other team's coach got involved, and then Akeem Tlaib's brother got involved. And eventually this argument turned violent, uh, fists were thrown. And then on top of that, eventually Akeem Tlaib's older brother uh, pulled out a gun and uh, shot the other team's coach, and he did uh, die from the injuries. Wow. And um, I just thought it was an interesting topic in this sense. Obviously, I send my condolences uh, to the family of uh, the man that passed and on uh, that's an unfortunate incident of course but i just thought it kind of just sheds light and you know some of the terrible behavior that we see at youth sports games and i just kind of wanted to ask you yourself have you ever seen or been involved in any kind of situation where, at a youth sports game where you know fans or parents were exhibiting this kind of terrible behavior maybe not to this level of course but just in general right. and then you know, why is it i mean because it obviously is a problem yeah um I mean, obviously, condolences to the family. You know, that's obviously super unfortunate. We don't take that lightly. Now, in terms of your question, yeah, I don't know how to say this in a more simple way, Trey, but all the time. All the time. Like, legitimately, all the time that's happened. I can remember growing up playing Optimus football, peewee football as a kid, and parents being so upset at what's going on, even more upset than the kid, and just setting a poor example. Right. Like that's the simple matter of fact, like just setting an absolute poor example of what goes on. And I, I don't want to disparage, you know, the parents and the organizations and the leagues that are doing the right thing. But I, I do think it's an actual problem. And people have talked about this for years. And unfortunately, this situation culminates in somebody actually getting shot. But majority of the time, it's just, you know, acting inappropriate or, you know, screaming or not showing the right example. And then, you know, you I think some of that stuff does rub off. I'm a believer of like. You know, you see certain things, right, like nature versus nurture. And, you know, maybe you think that that's okay. So maybe your kid grows up and he thinks that's okay. Maybe your kid – and, you know, obviously I'm just making a lot of wild assumptions here. But, like, your kid can grow up, 
And now he's arguing with his high school coach, right? And like being defined in that way because you didn't respect coaches growing up, right? So it's like a similar thing. But to answer your question, yes, I've seen that all the time. Um, I do also have a friend who's actually a ref, Trey, and mm-hmm. he does refereeing. We started obviously with Optimist Sports. He does refereeing for high school sports and stuff like that now. And what actually, that has to be a tough gig. Yeah, yeah. He actually just did the St. Thomas game the other day on Saturday on ESPN. So shout, okay. out, shout out to him for that. So he's always consistently told me the the games that he dis, dislikes doing the least. I was like, yeah, it's probably the high school games, right? No. He's like, no, it's the opt. He's like, it's the Pee Wee games. He's like, he's like the kids games. He's like, you, obviously you got the gambling and all that stuff going on on the side. You know how that goes. But then on top of that, he's like, the parents are just unbearable. They're worse. And they just have, have no respect. He said, at least with high school sports, it's like, there's a general like discourse. It's like, you know, coaches, they may disagree with the call. They may argue with you for a second, but like, there's a general respect there that they don't really cross a certain line. Optimists, you know, so a lot of them, you know, this is like volunteering and stuff like that. So honestly, it's like, you kind of really have nothing to lose at that point. So I've heard it on that end. I've seen it on my end. So I, I definitely am surprised by this, you know, obviously end up being a shooting, but you know, it's unfortunate, man. People just really lose control. I don't really have reasonings as to why. Yeah, and I I can't really think of the reason why. I think it's just uh, poor impulse control, to say the least. But um, you know, it is unfortunate. And again, I, um, as you pretty much said, I have to reiterate. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm unfortunately I've have seen parents, you know, at I guess ugly at these sporting events, whether it be a practice or a game. Yeah, um, I've seen parents get into arguments and nearly kind of blows with the coach because they didn't agree with their son and daughter not playing or the position they were being placed in. And, you know, again, at the end of the day, like you said, uh, it's a little bit of uh, nature and nurture. I don't think you're really setting a good example for the kids. And at this point, you know, you kind of sometimes you look at kids and you wonder, oh, why did that, you know, player attack the referee on a high school game? It's because you set a bad example 10 years ago when he was playing in his Pop Warner game and you were nearly trying to fight the coach. Yeah. So I think it's just something unfortunate that we kind of have to work on as a society. Um, and I think at the end of the day, you kind of have to remember, you know, these sports, when, you, when you're doing it for kids, you know, they're doing it for the love of the game. I mean, it's just fun. It's com- camaraderie. You know, you're trying to get them to learn and work with others. It's just, they're not getting paid. They're not going to the NFL. Right, right. <laughs> to the NBA, you know. Even if that is to happen, which it probably won't, let me just be honest with you, even if that is to happen, though, that's 10 to 15 years down the line. So we don't need to fight over that right now. Yeah, and I, I think it's kind of one of those things where, you know, I think parents usually have said that they want to – you know, their kids are the opportunity for, for them to do things that they didn't get to, right? Like, Correct. so I think at a peewee level, I think it's really not that. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. At peewee level, it's just not that serious, dog. Like, I'm just that, I'm not. just tell you the truth. It's really, it's really not that serious. Like, as long as the kids having fun and they being safe, like, that should be the main priority. And not that it isn't the main priority for that, but, like, I think cooler heads have to prevail. And it's like, you know, parents acting childish and doing things like that. Yeah, I'm a little harsh about it because, I, like, not only does it set a poor example, but it's dangerous, man. Somebody just lost their life over a peewee football game. Like, that's what we're talking about right now. You know what I mean? Like, that, and, and again, that's extreme. I know that doesn't normally happen. But, uh, you know, there have been definitely optimist games that happen every weekend all around the country that ends up in fights with parents. You know what I mean? So it's like, how much of that is really worth it? And, you know, you know, just be aware that your kids are seeing this. You know what I mean? <laughs> just because, you know, I mean, Trey, we can talk about this a million times. I mean, how many times... You know, you're, I have parents, my parents tell me to not do certain things, but then they do certain things. It's kind of hard. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, I want to listen to what you say, but like you kind of show me different. Yeah. So you just have to be mindful of the example you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the best way to put a bow on it. But yeah, obviously our condolences to that family. 
um, and what's going on. And unfortunately, Trey, I'm a big Akeem Talib fan. We've talked about this. I loved watching his telecast on Fox doing the games. I thought he brought like something real to the table and it didn't sound like fabricated. It sounded organic, but you know I mean? He put himself in this situation. So, you know, that's unfortunate, but we'll, we'll kind of co- keep close tabs on it, obviously to see how it goes from there. But, um, but yeah, man, I mean, before we get out of here, obviously Trey, we got a Gilbert arena story. You normally introduce one story to us, but this story was so good. And I wanted to talk about it, but give us a little insight about, what Gilbert Arenas was talking about, paraphrase it for us, uh, for the audience before I basically try to not lose control about what he just said. Okay, so uh, about last week, Gilbert Arenas was on his uh podcast, it's called the No Chill Podcast. Uh, it's also on YouTube where you can find it. And uh, he had Phil Handy, he's um, one of the assistant coaches for the Lakers on there. And on the podcast, he was discussing uh, Giannis. Love Phil Handy, love Phil Handy, by the way. Yeah, we got much love for Phil Handy. Mm-hmm. So anyway, he was discussing Giannis Antetokounmpo. Um, in uh, he's the player for the Milwaukee Bucks, two-time MVP, one NBA champion. You know, yeah. you know, people that listen to the podcast, the guy I basically have said is the best player in the world for a couple of years, and no which you had. I'm give you a credit. Yeah. I'm give you a flowers. Yeah. You said that. Thank you. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this guy, this is who we're talking about. And anyway, um, Gilbert Arenas, who's a was a good basketball player in his own right. Very good. Uh, very good. Yes. He gets onto the podcast and he starts talking about Giannis. And then here's his direct quote. He says, he plays a sport. He won a championship. Cool. He doesn't really understand how to be great, how to be better, how to train his body. To be here, to be here you have to train your body at least 38 minutes and above. LeBron played 37 minutes at 37. Allen Iverson was playing 43 minutes. And then he goes into further detail. But that one quote right there pretty much summarizes what the whole 10 minutes of his little spill was. And pretty much he was just saying that Giannis is a good basketball player, but he doesn't understand how to play basketball. And I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it since you really are a big Giannis fan. I just wanted to kind of see how you felt about it. Did you disagree or did you surprisingly agree with what Gilbert had to say? Listen, I got a lot of respect for Gilbert Arenas and what he did as a basketball player. But Gilbert Arenas also says a lot of off-the-wall stuff, Trey. <laughs> so I, I don't, And I does a lot of off-the-wall things. And does a lot of off-the-wall things, right? So, you know, obviously, Google, for everyone, you can Google that. You can find out. But I don't want to disrespect his basketball expertise. However, Trey, this seems to be a thing that has come up with Giannis. And we know the first iteration of this was James Harden making these comments, right? Like, similar comments to this. And I think – here's my theory, Trey. I think those guys like James Harden and Gilbert Arenas, tell me if right or wrong. They're basically in the NBA – we're in the NBA and great players because they were super skillful, right? Like they weren't super Correct. athletic. They weren't super, super, they don't have a superior trait, right? They are, that's why they're in the NBA. And I think those guys are kind of jealous of a guy like Giannis who is not clearly is not as skilled as them, but is, is reaches these pinnacles in the sport that they not only have not reached, but let's be honest, Trey, we'll never reach. James Harden is not going to be a two-time MVP in this league. He may win a championship at some point, but Giannis is going to go down as one of the best to ever do it. And he's going to be not just one of the best, like, 50 guys. He's going to be, when you look back, a, a guy that's approaching top 15, top 10 all time, right? Like, barring none, this is where this guy's headed. So, I think those guys, you know, remember I remember James Harden making the comment about Giannis, like, oh, it wouldn't be nice to just run around and just dunk, right? Or something like that. And it's like, I think skill can be a lot of different things. 
what I, I what I also think is skill is your will. I think your will is just as important. Like, how about Giannis playing hard every single night, right? Like, how about I think a skill is, you know, being a great teammate and being a great leader and guys wanting to play for you. I, I don't think that's just like I think that's a part of who you are, but I think that's something that he's honed and and done purposefully. And and by the way, the stuff he does is skilled because as big of a guy he is, there's not a lot of seven footers moving around like that with his footwork and he's improved his passing. And for Gilbert to just say that he hasn't improved on his body, Trey Giannis, Giannis, his body. Like you can say whatever you want about Giannis' jump shot, whatever the case may be, the free throws, whatever, 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 whatever. Giannis's body, come on now. Like you lost me at that. Like you absolutely lost me at that. And just to add a little bit of extra insight, uh, Gilbert Arenas did double down on his comments uh, a bit later. Of course, he and did. Uh, you can read. I mean, you can read them if of you want. He did. Yeah, he just wasn't really budging. But I really, I have to tag along with your point. I really think it is a kind of a sense of maybe jealousy, and maybe not, maybe not jealousy. Maybe that's not the best word, but just a misunderstanding because a lot of these guys are really skilled, and that's how they make it into the league. But when they see a player that's more athletically athletically um, gifted to somebody that has a lot of God-given talent in those areas, I think that they just kind of have a kind of a disdain for them to a sense because it's just like, well, you didn't have to be in the gym, you know, doing the same drills I was doing, you know. And maybe I have to put in 15 hours of work, but you only have to put in 10 hours of work to reach these levels. So I think there is a little bit of disdain. And on with that being said, I do want to say I think LeBron James – uh, funny enough, I think he faced that a lot in his early career because I remember a lot of times you would hear play- people say, including players, oh, he's only good because he's athletic, but wait till the athleticism starts to wane and then he yep. won't be as good. And then I think once he started winning in Miami and he started to show his basketball IQ a little bit more and he started to show you know, his just overall skills as far as footwork and things that were outside of just pure athleticism, especially in his later career with Cleveland, that second stint, I think that's when he really started to garner more respect around the league from veterans and just from players in general because I think they kind of noticed, okay, it's not just athleticism, it is skill. So I do think that uh, that's just the issue you face in basketball, unfortunately, because I don't think Chat gets enough credit for how great he was just because people say, oh, physically, you know, he was just a dominant force, but, you know, he was skilled as well. And, and listen, and that's a good point. I, I will touch on it in a second, but I also think – the irony of this is, is like, for the two people that, that have mentioned this, James Harden and Gilbert Arenas, like, I got to be honest, they're not two of the most dedicated basketball players I've seen as far as what how they handle themselves off the court. I'm going to just be honest. No. Like, we know they like the champagne and campaign. Like, I was like, you guys of all people, like, this ain't like Kobe Bryant or somebody who was like, or LeBron who's just like dedicated to the game and like, you know what I mean? They just like, don't, don't go out. They are just like locked in. I'm like... James Harden, man, you got your jersey up in the rafters in a strip club in Houston at this point. Like, come on, what are we doing right now? Like, they, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, these guys are, like, not even guys that were – I mean, not saying that they weren't committed and they're not working hard, but, I mean, Giannis is nonstop with this stuff. Like, it's it's maniacal how hard of a worker he is. So, to, to be questioning that guy's body – now, if you want to talk about – yeah, there is there's some questions about Giannis not playing 38 minutes a night because his team is so good he doesn't have to. That's not Giannis's fault. But also, I'd also disagree with Gilbert. I think Gilbert mentioned in the quote that he has improved every year. But, yeah, Giannis is just not going to be a great shooter. Like, we've, we've acknowledged this at least, what, at least, what, three so years ago, Trey, at this point. We know this. But that's okay. And, and to your last one about Shaq, I would even understand it a little bit more of this if this was about Shaq. Because, Trey, we know. 
And Shaq's admitted it, so he wasn't working as hard, right? Like, he just felt like he could work himself into shape, and that was a big contentious thing with him and Kobe Bryant back and forth. They just had completely different philosophies. Merged that together. Sometimes it was fire with fire, and it wasn't great to be around, but, you know, they obviously, you know, made great meals and had a lot of success. So if you were talking about a guy like Shaq, it's like, yeah, you know, he doesn't really have to work on his game and his body, this and that. Yeah, Shaq really wasn't working on his body. Trey, we've seen the, we've seen the photos. You've seen the photos from from Orlando to L.A. to Miami. And then after Miami, it's just basically a blur. Let's be honest, right? So, like, we we, we know what that looks like. So, but Shaq ain't, ain't Giannis. Giannis does not stop working hard. He's got more of the Kobe mindset than he does the Shaq mindset. So, now my question for you, Trey, is if I'm Giannis, do I use this as fuel? Do I care about this? Like, what, what do we actually, like, where do we go with this here? Oh, of course. I'm using this for its full um, fuel for the fire. I mean, do you, you think know, Giannis actually cares though? Um, like, I don't like, think he what, cares. In the sense that, like, it's, I don't think I don't think it's keeping him up at night or anything. But I think it does eat at him a little bit because I don't care what profession you're in. But if you are really good at your profession and you take pride in that, and then you have people just kind of downplaying you in any kind of way, I think it does kind of hurt. You know, it is a little bit of a slight. But I don't think it's anything that's going to keep him awake. I don't think it's anything that he's even going to comment on in the future. I think he's just going to try to ignore it to the best of his ability. Yeah, I just don't understand the, the idea of these comments, you know what I mean, coming from Gilbert Arenas. It's disappointing because I do enjoy his basketball commentary, but I got to say, he's way off on this one. Absolutely way off on this one. But anyhow, we're going to wrap the pot up on that, obviously, before I go off on Gilbert even more. But want to thank everyone so much for joining us once again do us a favor like we said in the beginning give us a like go ahead and subscribe we're on apple we're on spotify click on our link tree we've got all our links there all um at one click of the button there so you have access to what we've done before what we've got coming up so that'll be huge obviously we're going to get into some music coming up trey football season's coming it's finally here we lasted this long Thanks, everybody, for sticking with us with these podcasts. But we got football, Trey. Next week, we got the Hurricanes coming up. You know what I'm saying? My Dolphins are going to be playing. What are you most excited for for week one? Um, Just honestly, just to have this work back. It's like, I mean, <laughs> to me, it was week one this week because I did FAMU and FSU were playing this weekend. And obviously, you know, I'm a Hurricanes fan, but I'm also a FAMU fan. And I yeah. still have respect for Florida State. I want them to lose when they play the Hurricanes. But, hey, I'm still a Tallahassee native, so I still have respect for them. So, right. It was week one for me this week, but um, next week, you know, that's when all the uh, FBS top 25 teams play, and I'm just excited to have the sport back. Yeah, I'm excited to have football back in our lives again. You know, it feels like, you know, I, I'm, a, I know I'm a big baseball guy. I know you're not as big. You kind of tune in when the postseason comes, but it'll be yeah. kind of good to have everything rolling again, and then we'll get basketball going, too. So it's a good time of year, man. The fall is always a good time. The only, the, the, so always think about with the summer. It stinks that the summer ends, especially people that are listening to this here from up north or different places, but you get football. That means that if the summer's ending, that means football's coming back. So, you know, that's that's going to be good. But like I said, thank you guys so much for joining us. It's been great. We got a lot of content for you coming up. Go ahead and let us know things that you're liking that you don't like. Let us know your um, questions about the polls or, or, excuse me, questions that you have for us that we'll read on the podcast, anything like that. Um, and I'll swing it to Trey. Uh, again, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, please like and subscribe. We are noticing the fan engagement on uh, the social media platforms. We do enjoy that. Please continue to um, engage in us. Uh, let us know if you want us to have any kind of changes. You know, we're open to any kind of recommendations. 
Thank you so much. I hope you have a great week. Peace.